a judge in D.C. decided, guess what, uh, on the D.C. election case, there's a lot of cases with Trump. The date that she picks is March 4th, 2024, which is a day before the biggest, basically, campaign contest, Super Tuesday, which is all the different states. Uh, it's 15 states. I mean, are you kidding me? So don't the American people realize how political this is? It is. It is so transparent. It's incredible. Let's bring in Greg Jarrett here on Cats and Cosby, of course, great Fox News legal analyst. Greg, this is amazing because, remember, Georgia pitched out March 4th. Uh, and now D.C. has decided, I assume they would supersede uh, the Fulton County case. But what's your reaction? Talk about election interference. Yeah, I mean, the fact that both of them wanted the day before the Super Tuesday primary in which 15 states are voting in the Republican primary suggests, well, it, it, it clearly shows that this is election interference. Uh, you know, they want to scuttle, uh, you know, President Trump's re-election bid. And the best way to do it is take him off the campaign trail, inundate him with four different indictments, uh, and, you know, try to smear and sully him uh, in the minds of the voters. What happens, to with the Georgia case? Because that's the other one that the uh, DA in Fulton County, Georgia, is also looking for the same date. And so what happens? Does this take precedent or do they haggle it out? And does he have to be there in court, too, also, Greg Jarrett? Well, generally, in a criminal case, you do have to be there in court. There are some exceptions, uh, but that would have to be approved by the judge. So, uh, yes, the federal case, it was filed first. Under the Supremacy Clause, it would take precedence over the state court case. Uh, but, you know, they if they have their way, uh, the Department of Justice and these two prosecutors, Alvin Bragg and Fonnie Willis, would, would love to have just a string of trials throughout uh, next year uh, interfering in the prime primaries as well as the general election. You know, um, Mark Meadows is also former chief of staff to President Trump. Greg Jarrett also is debating now. He's been in court. They did a filing. He's trying to move the Georgia case to become a federal case, which would give him a more fair jury pool because Atlanta isn't exactly a fair jury pool, a balanced one for the president. You know, there's still a guy, one of the co-defendants with Trump is still in jail. I I mean, this is this is insane, Greg Jarrett. Well, it is. You know, uh, there are huge problems with the Fulton County, Georgia indictment. Um, This is not racketeering. That's utterly absurd. Uh, And many of the accusations in the 98-page indictment refer to acts that took place well outside the jurisdiction of the district attorney in Fulton County. Uh, You're talking about Arizona and Michigan. Um, and a couple of other states. Um, so that is a basis for uh, under diversity and subject matter jurisdiction for removing it from state court to federal court. So I think not only has Meadows uh, done that already, but I think Trump's defense team will do the uh, uh, do the same. Where do you think it's headed um, also with uh, Joe Biden? Because uh, McCarthy made a lot of headlines mm-hmm. saying that they're inching closer towards an impeachment inquiry, Greg Jarrett. Yeah, and I think that is true and it's deserved. Uh, you know, Devin Archer's testimony made it abundantly clear uh, that he and Hunter Biden 
with the active participation of Joe Biden, we're selling access uh, to Biden as vice president and promises of future influence. And, you know, the House Oversight Committee is focusing much of their investigation on Burisma, the mother of all scams, uh, you know, under siege, this Ukrainian natural gas company hired Hunter as a board member at a staggering salary of a million bucks a year when his father was vice president. And then the chief prosecutor in Ukraine, Viktor Shokin, uh, moved to seize many of the assets of the CEO, Zlochevsky, and, and he moved to shut down the company. The Burismo, uh, Burisma CEO then met with Hunter Biden personally in Dubai, demanded he get his dad on the phone, which he did. And thereafter, Joe flies within a couple of days to Ukraine and demands the firing of Shokin, or else the U.S. would withhold a billion in taxpayer aid. Uh, and, you know, that extortion worked like a charm within a short period of time, the prosecutor was canned. The investigation into Burisma vanished overnight, and the money continued to flow to Hunter Biden and Devin Archer. And by the way, you don't have to show that Joe Biden received a penny of the money. Read the statute on bribery. If the money goes to another person or entity, it is still bribery. Greg, Greg, this is Pete King. First of all, let me thank you for the commentaries you've been giving on this all along. But again, I mean, I've, it's been a while since I was in law school, a while since I practiced law. But to have the RICO statute interpreted the way it is in Georgia goes against all the legislative history. What Adder, uh, Bragg is doing here in Manhattan is such an abuse. And for Smith to be scheduling this, having the judge schedule it the day before Super Tuesday, to me, this is such a clear and transparent abuse of power. And uh, whether I, I, I listen, I'm uh, basically I have uh, an opponent of impeachment. I voted against Clinton's. I voted against Trump's. But if ever there was a time for impeachment, I think it's now. It's the only way to get the facts on Biden out before the public and let the people decide. Oh, I think it, it, it's absolutely clear. And you know, with respect to the Georgia indictment, Congressman, as you point out, um, this is an, a disgraceful abuse of prosecutorial power. Uh, the conduct is not racketeering. That requires proof of a corrupt, highly organized criminal enterprise. If anything, uh, President Trump's efforts with others to challenge the election result uh, was disorganized. Um, it's not illegal to claim that an election was stolen, even if you're wrong about it. Hillary Clinton did it. Stacey Abrams in Georgia did it. You know, false claims. Stacey are Abrams is still doing it. Yeah. Yeah, she still hasn't admitted she lost it before. (laughs) Yeah. The Supreme Court, in in an important case, U.S. versus Alvarez, said false claims are protected speech under the First Amendment. Nor is it criminal to challenge the results of an election or seek to overturn it. Democrats did it in three prior presidential elections. Like Trump, they challenged certification of electors. They demanded further recounts. All of that is permitted under law. When Democrats do it, it's perfectly fine. When Trump does it, it's racketeering and conspiracy to defraud the government. That's nonsense. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, Greg Jarrett, thank you. We love you. Thanks for being on the show, Greg. And we always appreciate, like Pete said, your great analysis. Thank you, Greg. My pleasure, always. Thank you.